0: Welcome to the 24-7 Sports Podcast Network. I'm Tani Levitt. There's a lot going on at 24-7 Sports Podcasts right now, and no matter your team, we've got you covered. This week, LSU visits Alabama for potentially the game of the year. Check out Bama Online and Go 24-7 for TUA updates and local insights leading up to the game. Penn State is traveling to Minneapolis in a matchup of undefeated Big Ten schools. And Lions 24-7 has got you covered for that one. And as always, the College Football Daily is in your phone every single morning to tell you about the biggest national stories. You can subscribe to all the 24-7 sports podcasts at 247sports.com forward slash podcast. Good morning, it's Tuesday, November 5th, and you are listening to the College Football Daily, a 24-7 sports podcast dedicated to catching you up on and breaking down the day's college football news, all within 15 minutes or fewer. I'm Connor Tapp, and I'm joined today by 24-7 sports college sports editor, Trey Scott. Trey, what once seemed like a potentially very tame coaching carousel, now very suddenly has a major vacancy at a blue blood program in Florida State that will be presumably looking to make a big splash, or at least a splash that's bigger than the outgoing splash of Willie Taggart. So, Trey, kind of take us through where things are at on Tuesday morning here.
1: Yeah, uh, it sounds like Florida State plans to move very quickly following the firing of Willie Taggart. Uh, They would like something done. Around the the end of the season, uh, their AD said on Monday, and they're going to employ a search search firm in their quest to find a replacement while also leaning on input from the boosters, which is a real shocker. So it's interesting because this year's coaching carousel is different than years past in in that the farm system of up-and-coming group of five coaches is rather barren. Names like Tom Herman, P.J. Fleck, Matt Campbell, Neil Brown, and even one Willie Taggart dominated past cycles, but there's sort of like a new blood at the group of five schools right now. of like Mike Norvell, and there's no real real hot shots there. So the likeliest names for the Florida State job, should any of these guys even want it, seems to be a mix of established Power Five coaches like Kentucky's Mark Stoops, Wake Forest, Dave Clawson, Mike Leach, of course, even a pipe dream like James Franklin, and the Clemson coordinators. So, Connor, let's dive into what some of these guys had to say Monday about any interest in one of college football's most iconic jobs. Sure. Well, Trey, you and
0: I have discussed on the show recently how we both imagined that PJ Fleck would eventually move beyond Minnesota, but it just kind of feels like he has unfinished business in Minneapolis. Well, there's some reporting overnight from the Star Tribune indicating that Fleck and Minnesota are nearing a contract extension. So there's a chance that P.J. Flick might formally be out of the running for the FSU job pretty soon. One to keep an eye on. Uh, We also had, you mentioned Kentucky head coach Mark Stoops. He went on the record on Monday about the vacancy at the school for whom he worked as a defensive coordinator from 2010 to 2012. Stoops said of the FSU opening, it's something that you don't really want to address in season. I guess it's better... Then the alternative for us, for myself, it's 100% concentration on Tennessee. His Kentucky team is four and four and still fighting for bowl eligibility here. Uh, and Trey, you did leave off one group of five head coach who could be in the mix. That's UCF's head coach, Josh Heupel. Heupel told the Orlando Sentinel on Monday, though, that he absolutely loves where he's at and that his wife and kids
1: love what they're doing in Orlando. My bad. I didn't even think of him. Um, I don't know if he would be a very good hire for them, but you know, we'll see. Uh, over at Clemson Connor, uh, you had Jeff Scott give a long answer while Brent Venables gave a short one when they were asked about their interest in this job on Monday, said Jeff Scott, who's a co-offensive coordinator with Tony Elliott, uh, quote, to be honest for some people, this might come as a surprise, but I really love being at Clemson right now with a four-year-old daughter and a wife that went to Clemson. I mean, I really want to pause this moment in time that we have, unquote. Uh, Venables is a pro at all this speculation. He dealt with it last year with Texas tech and Kansas state And so when asked how he deals with it, uh, the defensive coordinator was simple. Quote, I just don't. Just getting ready for NC State so there's nothing to handle, to be honest with you. Unquote. And I expect Tigers co-offensive coordinator Tony Elliott to also be a prime candidate. Shifting gears into
0: some actual games coming up this weekend, Uh, a real shocker on Monday with LSU starting linebacker and sack leader Michael Divinity announcing his departure from the Tiger football team just days, of course, before LSU's monumental clash with Alabama. Divinity said that he's leaving the team to address some personal issues and both Divinity and LSU seem to be leaving the door open to an eventual return to the LSU football team Uh, for a deeper dive on this topic. Our LSU podcast, the Go 24-7 podcast, just did 24 minutes on this topic. So if you want to check that out, head over to
1: 247sports.com forward slash podcast and find the Go 24-7 podcast. Speaking of that game, Nick Saban said Monday that injured quarterback Tua Tungovailoa and backup Mac Jones will get an equal amount of reps this week in practice, and that Tua will be a game-time decision on Saturday. The Heisman contender had surgery October 20th to repair a high ankle sprain on that right ankle. We're going to take a quick break, and on the other side,
0: we've got Alabama transfer and former number one recruit Antonio Alfano finding a new home in the President of the United States coming to your city. Welcome back to the College Football Daily. The College Football Playoff Committee will release its first top 25 rankings Tuesday night sometime between roughly 9 and 9:30 9 p.m. Eastern. Why don't we have an exact time for you? Well, it's because ESPN is going for a cynical ratings ploy, sandwiching the rankings reveal show in between Kansas Duke and Michigan State Kentucky basketball games. If you want to hear me and Trey discuss in detail what we think will be the contents of the playoff committee's top 25 and what the implications going forward are likely to be, check out yesterday's episode of the College Football Daily.
1: Got some interesting news. On the Antonio Alfano front, the former number one overall recruit in the class of 2019 for the top 247, had, of course, disappeared several times from Alabama over the course of the fall. Uh, Nick Saban was getting frustrated with him. Alfano finally transfers, never played in a game. But the five-star freshman is going to keep playing college football. Uh, Mel Tucker, the Colorado head coach, tweeted on Monday that Alfano was joining the program in January. So that's really good news. For Alfano, because he had off-the-field distractions that we weren't sure, you know, if he'd ever kind of, you know, put aside and and refocus on football. And maybe it's good news for Colorado, too, because Alfano is a five-star talent and someone who our scouts thought could be a first-round pick. So we'll see what happens to his career up in Boulder, but it's positive development.
0: The last item today is that the University of Alabama is reportedly preparing for President Donald Trump to attend Saturday's game against LSU. Even as the House of Representatives proceeds with an impeachment inquiry against President Trump, he has made a couple of public appearances at sporting events in the past week, first to Game 5 of the World Series and then over the weekend to UFC 244 in Madison Square Garden. In both instances, videos were shared on social media showing the president being greeted by a chorus of boos and, in the case of the World Series, chants of lock him up. One would think that Trump might be improving his chances of receiving a warm welcome by popping up in Tuscaloosa instead of New York City in Washington, D.C. Either way, I'm sure this is a news story that will be a huge pain in the butt to cover all week. That's going to do it for today's episode of the College Football Daily. If you appreciate what we're doing, we ask that you do one thing this week to help spread the word about the show. Ideally, one of those things would be leaving us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts. For Trey Scott and our producer, Tony Levitt, I'm Connor Tapp, and we'll see you later Tuesday night for a selection committee instant recap edition of the College Football Daily.